Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast with Matt Bacon and my beautiful co-host, Keefe of Ghost Cult Mag. I am accentuating every single word by pointing my finger. This is a podcast. Keith, how are you today? I am. Epstein didn't kill himself great. (laughs) It's so bad how that meme's perpetrated every aspect of our lives. Um, But the point being... Go home, B. The point being... um, well, today, what were we going to talk about? Let's talk about the basics of social media and marketing ad copy. There we go. So, okay. So, I have some thoughts. Keith, you've done this on a much more professional level a lot longer than I have. So, I have a basic formula, but I'm curious, what's your way of doing it? Well, the Keefy way is to be extremely meticulous and paranoid about everything you do in business, especially when it's other people's money. And, um, you know, I might run something roughshod for ghost cult or my, you know, just my own personal stuff, but for someone else, I'm so painstakingly careful. Uh, so right off the bat, let's talk about process. I start, I don't, I know a lot of people just like, it's faster to write stuff, right in native and then clicks post and click create ad and I don't do that. I start everything out in a Word document. I use Grammarly on my laptop, but also I have, you know, I have access to all you know thesaurus handy. I'm a writing nerd from way back in journalism, so I have Strunk and White's element of style, even though punctuation doesn't carry as much and even grammar sometimes you can just be a little free and slangy, especially we're talking about bands and music. You can be a little free form. You don't want to have text language with you instead of Y-O-U. Unless you're in a very specific niche. Unless you're in a very specific niche that is probably no one listening to Ghost Cult. Uh, No one listening to the (laughs) Dumb and Dumbest. Sorry. This is true. This is also true. Also, and also Ghost Cult actually. But um, anyway, um, so I start with a Word document. I write out my copy first. With I, I do have pretty much for every social network. I have, you know, best practices docs that said this many lines for a subject, this many lines for a body, this many lines for this. But and Keith um, is going to be sending them to me because I haven't read them. Word. <laughs> um, and so I will share those. Yeah, they save time. And it's the same thing with Google AdWords. And I know that this is very, could sound very murky and complex to the listeners, but it really is very simple. You want to, you want to be brief. Brevity matters. You want to get to the point. You obviously want to attract the reader. You want to keep in mind your genre or subculture, you know, phrases, hashtags, keywords. And um, you want to try to put all those things, again, brief, tight, catchy, like your songs. And uh, like a good punk rock song. And so that's, that's kind of where my head is at. I start there with a doc and I write out whatever my ad copy is going to be. I usually write several versions of the same ad. Um, even if I'm not going to do an A-B test, and A-B testing is just like it sounds. I'm going to make two versions of something and see which one sticks. And um, currently doing an A-B test on our awesome Stoner Rock contest at Ghost Cult, running a brief ad on there. 
because Facebook has blessed me with when you do enough advertising with Facebook, they roll out red carpets for you. I know they seem like evil dicks, but actually when it comes to marketing, they're very savvy and they know that they, if they engage with and work with the best advertisers and treat them well, they're going to advertise more. So I've been working with them on that. And, uh, you know, I'll have two versions of the same ad copy, um, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. And that's my beginning. I start there. Then you want to have your visual. What, what you have to have a, a photo or an image with everything, band logo, flyer, you know, there are definitely rules, especially for Facebook still. They did away with the very strict rules they had a few years ago. There's still rules about too much copy on a flyer. So sometimes for you bands, a landscape photo is going to be best, just like with your pub press releases and your, you know, news posts. You want a landscape photo of the band or logo. You want, there's very specific dimensions for this. Um, you don't want too much text in the visual because your text is going to be in the body of the copy. Exactly. And then finally, what are you clicking to? Am I clicking to a landing page, an email sign up, an event page on Facebook? Make sure you know what that URL is. Check that it works. Um, and I'm also, I have some other hacks that I can throw in there later on about this stuff too. Some good okay. ideas. So, so Keith got pretty technical there. I'm just going to share my formula, which is very basic. Okay. I keep it under 30 words, ideally under 25. Right. And all I do is I have this formula, okay? It's type of fan. We have X on X date do Y. Okay? So it's very, very simple. So for instance, when I'm promoting a Kalon Mikla tour, I will say Kalon Mikla fans, um, or, I'll, or rather instead of Kalon Mikla fans, because they're not very big, I'll address the type of fan. So I'll say synth punks, Kalon Mikla, the thing is coming to uh, the boot to the boom room in Leeds. That's the, you know, the, the thing on December 13th date. Uh, see you there. Or, or it'll say get tickets below. Right. So it's very simple. It's who we're addressing since punks, what we're talking about. Kayla Nicola playing a show at the boom room in Leeds. And then what we want them to do. We want to see them there. We want them to get tickets. Very simple. That is brilliant. Uh, I'm going to say, I know you, is there more? Well, <laughs> and, well, and, just, and, just, and that's really all it is. And it should be built around a music video. Um, I do, that's usually what I do. And like Keith said, you need to be a little bit careful about um, how much sex and stuff is in there. But like, if you have no video editing skills, but you have like a live, uh, a good live video, all you do is you take like a climactic moment of that live video, plop it in, and you say, and you just do that formula, and you're done. And you know, and then you link off to the event page within the ads so that you can get tickets. And it's really like it's 25, 30 words, and that's it. Amaze balls. Like, like, don't like, like what Keith is saying is correct, but I know I, Keith has a degree and I'm a college dropout who's eating tangerines one little thing at a time. So, I don't know so. About that. listen, let me say something, Matt, like you paid me a very fine compliment at the top of the podcast and I appreciate you, man. Uh, this feels a little bit like our Thanksgiving episode, but I am grateful for you guys. Thank you to uh, you and Curtis, even though he's not here and he's Canadian, I'm thankful for him. And I said on that pod, 
I said on a recent podcast with Curtis, who did the same thing. He said, oh, you know, Keith has so many degrees. Oh, it was in the um, YouTube challenge, and we have another challenge coming sure. up soon. But he was like, oh, you know, Keith has all these degrees, and he's done all this work, which is true. I'm proud of my success, and I work very hard to be where I am, and there's still a lot more I can grow and go. But what I want to say is that Matt, for those taking advice from Matt, Matt is, and even Curtis, is as savvy as long-term professional people I worked alongside of or under. So like your, uh, your ability to sort of break it down in layperson's terms that makes it digestible is a lot better than my high level robotic Terminator 2 style of, you know, liquid metal into your brainstem. That's what I do because I have had to do this. I'm either talking to CEOs who don't know anything or guys who do guys and gals who do so you know i my my delivery is you know hopefully not a barrier and hopefully it's useful and helpful but i appreciate you man if i had a friend like me i'd appreciate him too word up (laughs) um i can't even front on that that's 100 percent true but regardless um i have no friends like me so i only have myself to rely on um the point being but but this is but I think what Keith is getting at is important too, right? One of the big keys, if you have an ad, if you have a good live video, especially, and it's not working, really what you should focus on it, um, <clears throat> is like, oh, I mean, run, ask your friends if the, vid- that, that if the video is good, as good as you think it is, because that's a big one, I think, a lot of the time. Uh, and just as a general indicate, just as a general rule of thumb, for the video content or any photo you post, if you want it to be effective, it has to be well lit and easy to see what's going on. Like, I don't like really that simple, you know, like, like there are other, like having humans in it is really helpful too, but if it's well lit and looks good, it's that simple. I'll tell you what, I think that even, you know, looks good being a relative term, I also like to say that I think that sort of one of those things is that your audio also needs to be good, but this isn't a podcast about video today. Maybe we'll yeah, do one of those. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that on a separate occasion. But the point being, so the copy, basic rules, address your audience clearly so they know who they are. Because the thing is too, when you target your ad, Facebook is intelligent and it's going to like keep serving to the best possible people. So if I say synth punks for Kalon Mikla fans, the people who go, oh, that's an interesting thing. That describes me and pause on that ad. Facebook will know to target more people who look like that. You know, who, 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 if you're using lookalike audiences, especially because it's like, oh, these are the people who are engaging. We need to hit more of those people who are engaging. Right. So the people we address with that are the ones who are going to be interested. Right. Um, and then just being, I think you see a lot of ads that aren't clear about what people want. And that's also important. I think that worrying about grammar and stuff is important if you're doing it for someone else. If you're doing it for your own band though, uh, just make sure it reads clearly. Run it by a couple friends. You probably have a friend with an English degree who can give you some feedback. Or Matt and Keefe. Yeah, except I write like a fucking chimp. So ask Keefe. Um, uh, all right. Fair enough. I, I like your blog post this week. Oh God, yeah. In which in which you talked about how drunk I was at the revolver party. Keith got wasted. <laughs> I was white girl wasted, yo. Uh, it's um, been a hard year, and it was an open bar, and I don't think you can fault me. Uh, uh, you know, 
um, regardless. Uh, so, okay, so those are sort of our copy keys. Short, accurate about who you're targeting, uh, make it clear what you want them to do and what, and what you're talking about. Um, do you have any other core fundamental basics of copy? You know, all social media advertising works on a principle that you don't make 1950s claims about what you are. The best thrash metal band in the world. Yeah. Even if it's true, you wouldn't say it in an ad because A, you wouldn't say it in an ad. And B, most of the time, Facebook and especially Google frowns upon this. Yeah. Um, and also, think- that being said, what is okay to do and what is important to do, frequently, especially if you're a newer band with, with not a very big fan base, it's not, a, it's not bad to say, um, check out our, you know, thr- Thrashers. Check out our new Megadeth-inspired record. Ba-da-da-da-da. You know what I mean? Or even, like, if, like, you're, like, that band Terrifier from uh, Vancouver who are, like, straight Megadeth worship, like, they could start an ad and just be, like, Megadeth fans and then go into it. Right? Because, like, a Megadeth fan is going to, like, what? You know, so if you're scrolling through and you're part of their audience and you're, like, oh, Megadeth. Okay, I'm a Megadeth fan. Whoop! You know what I mean? Um, and like, you can even AB test that. Like you could even be like, which gets more clicks. If I say that our band is for death angel fans or for dark angel fans. Where is this band? Show me. Cause I'm all about it. Oh, uh, death, uh, yeah. Like I love anything that sounds like death angel. I have a death angel tattoo. Really? Where? Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say also is this just stirred another thing in me is yes, definitely name check and influence sometimes in your ad copy is helpful. It also is going to set off bells and whistles in the algorithm to potentially, I'm not going to say extra target anybody, but anyone who's already in your target audience that is a person that likes Megadeth, those things are going to align. And coincidentally also, here's a cool hack. We didn't really talk about IG. You definitely want your hashtags, right? Not as many as you would in a standard post, but you definitely want a couple crucial ones, I think, with your ad copy because – that's also going to get the spread of the ad out further because people are searching for these things. Not on every social network, not on Twitter as much anymore, although I still think they're important, but they're they're definitely still important in Facebook and actually uh, we'll do this in a separate podcast, but I think I've noticed a a little quirk of Facebook with hashtags lately. That's a good thing. And, um, but yeah, definitely use them in your ads and not maybe in your copy on Facebook, but IG a hundred percent. Yeah. And, and and just have it be the relevant one. So I'm promoting, you know, like with Ripple, we just signed Wino. And if we were trying to promote that, uh, you know, because it, it, it's a fairly big deal. It's just Wino. And if we were trying to promote that, we I would put hashtag doom metal or something or hashtag stoner rock, right? Because it's just, because like the thing there, I think is really just the fact that there's, I think more of it than we care to admit at least is just the fact that there's a difference in the text color. So you're going to see it. Word. R- right. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, congratulations on that, by the way, I'm a huge obsessed and wino fan and uh, super pumped. I love ripple. As you know, I'm a huge ripple music fan. So super awesome. Congrats. I'm, I'm pretty, uh, this is the thing we are most stoked on ever. Like Todd and I are, are texting each other. We signed wino in all caps. Um, so point being, 
key points also include maybe mentioning a few key relevant bands, um, especially if like what you're doing is really tied into those bands. I think sometimes people get a little uh, carried away, you know, and also I think a part of it, part of why you're addressing, you're saying what audience you want is so that you can be clear uh, or so that people can clearly buy in, right? So people can, un people understand Oh, okay, this sounds like Megadeth. This is for me. But if you don't sound a lot like Megadeth, then it's not going to work. You know, like you you'll get more clicks. For instance, if you say you sound like Metallica when you sound like Death Angel, but those people are going to just click away. They're just going to be like, oh, never mind. You know what I mean? So you can't you can't over you have to be accurate in your copy. If you're not accurate, then it's not worth anything. Um, would you agree, Keith? I do. Okay. So to wrap this up, cause we don't have a lot of time today. We are in, in brief. Okay. When you're, when you're building out your thing, we're focused on being concise, quickly and accurately depicting our fan group in the copy, being clear about what we want, and then being clear about the action we want people to take. Right. And having that be under 25 to 30 words. And it's very, and it's not something you overthink. It's not something, and don't, and don't anyone try to like shave words. If you've got like 33 words or whatever, like reread it a few times, see if you can present it in a more concise manner, but don't be there like trying to like, don't overthink it, you know, cause copy that doesn't read naturally isn't going to work. Um, right. And it's really just as simple as, Hey, <clears throat> Megadeth fans, we're terrifier from Vancouver. And we have a new record out called Thrash the World. Buy it here. It can be that simple. It's okay. Keep it simple, stupid kiss. <clears throat> yes, there we go. Now, this has been the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast. You have been listening. Epstein didn't kill himself. I'm going to keep recording until you say the thing you have to say. Are we done yet?